Good evening. I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, and this is the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Each week I'll be playing stripped-down, deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs, highlighting different instruments and vocals in a way that will truly amaze you. Imagine sitting in the control room at EMI Studios and having the opportunity to peel away the layers of a song, discovering new elements that you never knew existed. This is the closest you can get to that experience. So sit back, tune in, and enjoy the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. I'll make you maybe next time One month after Paul McCartney released his debut solo album, which included the infamous self-interview declaring that the Beatles had indeed broken up, the group released their final LP, Let It Be. Although the majority of the album had been recorded in January of 1969, it took over a year for the material to see the light of day. The sessions for what was initially supposed to be a live show and accompanying television documentary ended up being used for something quite different. Once the idea of a live concert was dropped, although the group did perform on the rooftop of the Apple building, the band needed to figure out what to do with the hundreds of hours of film and audio. The idea of a TV documentary was still on the table and was slated for July, but was pushed to September to coincide with the release of a theatrical film documenting the making of the accompanying album. The plan was to show the Beatles getting back to their roots and to put out an album played live with no overdubs. They even decided to take a photo looking down the stairwell of EMI's headquarters in Manchester Square in London as they had for their debut album Please Please Me six years earlier. Once the Get Back album was scrapped, the photo was used in 1973 for the compilation The Beatles 1967-1970, better known as the Blue Album. A few days after the Get Back sessions had ended, engineer Glyn Johns put together a rough mix of several songs for the band to listen to. A copy of these mixes somehow found its way to radio DJs in America, and in September of 69, audiences in Buffalo, New York and Boston, Massachusetts were treated to some previously unreleased Beatles music. Lennon and McCartney were impressed with John's initial work, and in March they asked him to officially compile an album from the hundreds of hours of tape. John's book time at Olympic Studios between March 10th and May 28th to sift through the multiple takes of songs and choose the best to mix. He delivered the tape at the end of May, but this version was quite different from what would become the Let It Be album. John's went with the original plan for an album with no sweetening and used certain versions of songs that had mistakes. The track listing was One After 909, Rocker, Save the Last Dance for Me, Don't Let Me Down, Dig a Pony, I've Got a Feeling, and Get Back on Side One, and For You Blue, Teddy Boy, Two of Us, Maggie May, Dig It, Let It Be, The Long and Winding Road, and the Get Back Reprise on Side Two. Only one track, One After 909, was taken from the Rooftop Concert, with I've Got a Feeling and Dig a Pony, then called All I Want Is You, being studio recordings instead. John's also used earlier, rougher versions of Two of Us and The Long and Winding Road, rather than the more polished performances from the final session on January 31st, the day after the rooftop concert. In keeping with the rootsy...
and I Me Mine, but the Beatles once again rejected the album. Interestingly, the last two songs added to the soundtrack album because of their appearance in the Let It Be film were recorded nearly two years apart. Across the Universe, originally recorded in February of 68, was rescued from obscurity with the album's release, and Harrison's I Me Mine would be the last full song recorded by the Beatles in January of 1970, although Lennon didn't participate. The project sat on the shelves for months until March 23, 1970, when Phil Spector was brought in by Lennon and Harrison, without McCartney's or Martin's knowledge, to attempt to salvage the album. To save time, Spector only listened to the songs that had already been selected by Johns, but chose different takes from many of them. Spector not only remixed all of the tracks, but added orchestra and choir to The Long and Winding Road and Across the Universe, and orchestra to I Me Mine, and spliced in off-the-cuff comments, mostly by Lennon, in between songs creating a pseudo-fly-on-the-wall vibe to the proceedings. McCartney was incensed by the additional orchestra and choir overdubs on The Long and Winding Road, and unsuccessfully attempted to halt the release of Spectre's version. Opinions were varied when it came to Spectre's production. When EMI informed George Martin that he wouldn't receive production credit because Spectre produced the final version, he commented, I produced the original, and what you should do is have a credit saying produced by George Martin, overproduced by Phil Spectre. Lennon stated in 1970, he'd always wanted to work with the Beatles, and he was given the shittiest load of badly recorded shit and with a lousy feeling to it ever. And he made something of it. It wasn't fantastic, but I heard it. I didn't puke. I was so relieved after six months of this black cloud hanging over, this was going to go out. McCartney's opinion was a bit different in 1970. The album was finished a year ago, but a few months ago, American record producer Phil Spector was called in by John Lennon to tidy up some of the tracks. But a few weeks ago, I was sent a remixed version of my song, The Long and Winding Road, with harps, horns, and orchestra, and women's choir added. No one had asked me what I thought, I couldn't believe it. I would never have female voices on a Beatles record. The record came with a note from Alan Klein saying he thought the changes were necessary. I don't blame Phil Spector for doing it, but it just goes to show that it's no good me sitting here thinking I'm in control, because obviously I'm not. Anyway, I've sent Klein a letter asking for some of the things to be altered, but I haven't received an answer yet. Glenn Johns wasn't fond of it either, stating, I cannot bring myself to listen to the Phil Spector version of the album. I heard a few bars of it once and was totally disgusted, and I think it's an absolute load of garbage. Obviously, I'm biased because they didn't use my version, which upset me, but I wouldn't have minded so much if things hadn't happened in the way they did. First of all, after the Beatles had broken up, John Lennon, as an individual, took the tapes and gave them to Phil Spector, without the others even being aware of it, which was extraordinary. I think Spector did the most atrocious job. Just utter puke. George Martin weighed in with his opinion as well. It was always understood that the album would be like nothing the Beatles had done before. It would be honest, no overdubbing, no editing, truly live, almost amateurish. When John brought in Phil Spector, he contradicted everything he had said before. When I heard the final sounds, I was shaken. They were so uncharacteristic of the clean sounds the Beatles had always used. At the same time, Spector was John's buddy, mate and pal. I was astonished because I knew Paul would never have agreed to it. In fact, I contacted him and he said nobody was more surprised than he was. And finally, Phil Spector himself. Paul had no problem picking up the Academy Award for the Let It Be movie soundtrack, nor did he have any problem in using my arrangement of the string and horn and choir parts when he performed it during 25 years of touring on his own. If Paul wants to get into a pissing contest about it, he's got me mixed up with someone who gives a shit. Tonight we're not going to hear either of Glenn John's versions of the album, or the Spector-produced official release. 
or the McCartney deconstruction, Let It Be Naked. Tonight, we're going to hear completely different versions of every song on the LP with the alternate Let It Be. We'll begin with a version of Two of Us that was recorded on January 31st, the day after the Apple Rooftop concert. This was the final day of tracking and was scheduled specifically to record the three songs that were not suitable for performance on the rooftop. The master versions of Two of Us, The Long and Winding Road, and Let It Be were all tracked on this day, and the versions of those three songs that we'll hear tonight were also recorded on that day. The version of Dig a Pony we'll hear was recorded on January 28th as the Beatles perfected the songs they had been working on since the beginning of the month. We'll follow with a band rehearsal of Across the Universe from January 9th at Twickenham Studios. Lennon was never happy with the band's take on the song in February of 68, and returned to it during the Get Back sessions, working on it on three different days, the ninth being the last. Since footage of them working on the song was used in the film, and they never recorded a multi-track version during tracking, Phil Spector took the tracks from the 1968 recording, which had previously been released on the charity album No One's Gonna Change Our World for the World Wildlife Fund, slowed it down, and overdubbed an orchestra and choir. We'll then hear a rehearsal take of Harrison's I Me Mine from January 8th.
Well, you can celebrate anything you want. Yes, you can celebrate anything you want. Any place you go Yes, you can penetrate Any place you go
We're back with the alternate Let It Be. This version of Dig It is from January 29th. 
three days after the band recorded an 11-minute stream of consciousness improv that was edited to 50 seconds for use on the Let It Be album. Surprisingly, Lennon remembers the feel and some of the lyrics that he improvised on the 26th, but this time he lists Beatles songs that they are currently working on as part of the lyrics. We'll follow with an alternate take of Let It Be from the 31st, and close side one with an alternate take of Maggie May from January 24th that leads into Fancy Me Chances.
myself in times of trouble mother mary comes to me speaking words of wisdom let it be and in my hour of darkness she is standing right in front of me speaking words of wisdom let it be let it be let it be Whisper words of wisdom, let it be When all the broken-hearted people Living in the world agree There will be an answer, let it be For though they may be parted There is still a chance that they will see There will be an answer let it be yeah, let it be let it be let it be let it be there will be an answer let it be 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 whisper In times of heartache, Brother Malcolm comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. And in my hour of darkness, he is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. Yeah, let it be. I think that was rather grand. I'd take one home with me. Yeah, that was fine. 
Don't kid us, Glenn. Give it to us straight. Uh, what do you think, Glenn? Come on. Okay, let's track it. <gasps> you bounder, you cheat! Get me off this was, base. Uh, was that Get good enough? Yes. Let's go and hear it, eh, boy? Uh, Nearly. I well, we do I one more just to cover ourselves. We just do one more because we know we've got it now. You've got so many of the bastards. One last one, man. That's it. Oh, did you Maggie May? They have taken her away, and she never walked down that street anymore. Well, Jesse Gilly found her, robbing a homeward bounder. That dirty, rugged, rugged Maggie May. In the heart of Liverpool, got nothing left to lose, and two pounds in a week that was my pay. Anymore. Oh, the judge he guilty found her, but I'm robbing a home bound her. That dirty, no, 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 no good, good Maggie Ray. Take it, Maggie. Oh, fancy me chances with you. I fancy me chances with you. I fancy me chances with fancy me chances. Oh, fancy me chances with you. Fancy me chances of the lock. Fancy me chances with your frock. Fancy me chances, fancy me chances with you. Oh, fancy me chances with you. Fancy me chances with you. Fancy me chances, fancy me chances. Yes. We're back with side two of the alternate Let It Be. We'll begin with a version of I've Got a Feeling from January 28th, followed by One After 909 from the 29th a day before both songs would be performed on the Apple rooftop. Who the hell? Oh, I did sing a gun double jump. Another glass of grape. And dirt trifle. I've got a feeling, a feeling deep inside, oh yeah.
This is roll 559, slate 436 on camera A, continued. Next up, the long and winding road from the 31st and a different take of For You Blue from the 25th. We'll close the show with a January 29th take of Get Back. The long and winding road that leads to your door will never disappear. I've seen that road before Lead me to your door. 
Do it again. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Quiet, please. Sweet and lovely girl I saw you You looked at me That's all you had to do I feel it now I hope you feel it too Because you're sweet and lovely girl I love you Because you're sweet and lovely girl, it's true I love you more than ever, girl, I do Sometimes you just pull the guitar like that. It's amazing. Do you want to know a secret? Yeah, is it all, was it all right? <laughs> I mean, my solo was out of this world. What's it like, Flynn? All right. All right. Should we keep it and do another? Can we do that? George? What? Yeah. George? Should we keep that and do another? How are you? What? Okay. Because I'm going to go over me peak in a minute. I think I'm hitting me best now. Are you rolling, Glenn? No, it's just sometimes when I'm going. Okay, I'll pull the whole machine over. You right? Yeah, okay, okay, let's go. Oh, Ringo's on here.
One, two, three, four. Okay. Well, that's it for this time, Beatles fans. I hope you enjoyed the alternate Let It Be on the Beatles' multi-track meltdown.
I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, Volume 1, 1962-1963, and the Steely Dan FAQ, all that's left to know about this elusive band. Tune in to hear more deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs, solo cuts, live tracks, and much, much more. You can pick up the books on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or any of your favorite booksellers. And you can pick up my new CD, The Steely Dan Sessions, Interpretations of Unrealized Classics, at anthonyrobostelli.com, CD Baby, iTunes, or you could stream it on Spotify or any of your favorite providers. You could also stream past shows on Podbean and iTunes. You could follow me on Instagram and Twitter, ShadyBearBKLYN, and like the Facebook page for I Want to Tell You and the Steely Dan FAQ. See you next time.